the first time, you know, you're very nervous. You're very wondering if this is going to happen. And then somebody throws you that raw and real challenge. And we tell the, our, our students, you better be ready to catch it because they've given you that trust. You're listening to the Building a Coaching Culture podcast. If you need to compete and win in the 21st century labor market as an employer of choice, this podcast is for you. Each week, we share leadership development, coaching, and culture development insights from leading experts who are developing world-class cultures in their own organizations. And now, here's your host, J.R. Flatter. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, J.R. Flatter here with our co-host, Lucas. How you doing? Oh, pretty good. Lucas is a caregiver today. So this morning we went up north near D.C. from Fredericksburg and got Lena, my wife, LASIK eye surgery. So she's recuperating as we speak. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I wanted to jump into you know, what does a basic coaching accreditation look like? And we teach a 30-hour boot camp, which for better or worse, and I think for better, we've aligned ourselves with the International Coaching Federation. And for a program to be accredited, it's a minimum of 30 hours. And so that's how we started this 30-hour boot camp a few years ago and have framed a curriculum around it. And we do them four times a year scheduled and twice in what we would call the Americas, so North and South America, in those time zones, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern United States, and then two in what we call APJ, Australia, Pacific, Japan, and it's on Sydney time zone. So 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. in Sydney, which is 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. in Tokyo. So we get a nice slice of that part of the world and then a nice slice of this part of the world, but we also do several throughout the year custom boot camps. Same curriculum, just delivered to a customized group. Whoever might come to us and say, "We hey, we want some coach training," and minimum of twenty people to do that. But there's no maximum in either one of these, and to deliver this thirty hours of, of instruction. So if you don't mind, I sort of wanted to spend a few minutes just talking over and discussing rhyme and reason, you know, methodology as to why it looks like it is. And Yeah, um, the first question I had was about that 30 hours and four days kind of structure. What does that kind of bring out in the material that it's kind of compressed and, and you can kind of knock it out in only a couple of days? Yeah, great question. So I say we do anywhere from a two-hour to a four-hour learn-see-give as well. Learn about coaching, see me coach or whoever the facilitator might be, and then give each other coaching. Even in those short classes, and especially in a 30-hour boot camp, we do an 80-hour course as well, and we do year-round training Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern. Any one of those classes, I say the same thing. This journey is going to change your life. And it's a pretty bold and powerful statement, but I've seen it happen again and again and again. And so 30 hours might initially seem a bit compressed, 
But it's really a lot of time, especially across four days. We teach with a very experiential model. So we're all adults. Adults learn by doing. And so we build a lot of experience into those 30 hours. And each of the hours is broken into a framework. So the first day, we focus largely on the fundamentals. And I'll go into some specificity as as we go through. The second day is all about tools. So you have the fundamentals in place. Second day is all about tools of coaching. And then the third day is focused on coaching. So you've coached a little bit. You've seen coaching. You've coached in session. But the third day, you're coaching almost all day. Either one of three roles. Coaching, being coached, or you're observing and coaching the coach. Which in that third role, you learn just about as much as you do coaching. And being coached, you learn just about as much as you do coaching. And then the fourth day is all about sewing all of those pieces together. So fundamentals, tools, coaching, sew it all together. So that's what the four days looks like. And really, if you come to a custom boot camp, you can structure that any way you want. We're working with a particular customer to break the 30 hours into eight half days because that's what fits their schedule. Some minimum amount of time between each of the half days, let it soak in. But really, any way you want to structure it, we can help. We can make that happen. But then within each session, so that's the four-day themes, within each session, there's a rhythm to each session as well. And so very first hour, well, two hours, is introduction to coaching. What is it? How is it different from mentoring? How is it different from therapy? Many other lines that we talk about. How do you ask a powerful question? All of those fundamentals in that first couple of hours. And then powerful questions two and three. What does a coaching agreement look like? And what does the arc of a coaching relationship look like? You and I have talked about all those in detail in other sessions. The arc of a session, what does that look like? So all those fundamentals in that first day. But within each of those is a rhythm of first some mindfulness Let's stop doing what we were doing and let's get ready to learn the lesson of this session. And then focus on some of the competencies of coaching. So there are eight of them. We should probably do a a refresher on those as well soon. But in each session, we review one of the competencies, one or more of the competencies. And then we go into either a coaching lesson, a coaching tool, or a coaching case study. So every session, start with some mindfulness, talk about a competency, and then a lesson tool or a case study. And then almost every session we do coaching. When we first start out, myself or another facilitator will coach as exemplars. And we might coach another facilitator. Uh, None of it's scripted because we don't want to script coaching. We don't want to be formulistic in our coaching. But we just show the cohort that's in that particular class, what does coaching look like? We don't say perfect coaching because there is no perfect coaching. We're all human beings and we make mistakes. We fall short of the ideal, but nonetheless. And so that's what that 
those first few sessions are mindfulness, focus on a competency, a lesson tool or a case study, and then some exemplar coaching that whole first day. The second day we coach in session still, but it's students coaching students and a facilitator observing and commenting and providing positive feedback. All very positive, all very growth-centered. Part of our framework is one-in-one. And so I mentioned already that you're either a coach, you're being coached, or the coach of the coach. Every minute of every hour of every day, you're in one of those three roles. And so if you're not coaching or being coached, then your responsibility is to coach the coach. And we use a framework we call one-in-one. One thing you loved about the session and one thing you thought might have been a little better or an opportunity for growth. And we do that quite purposely because we don't want to tell each other we're perfect, nor do we want to be overly critical. I'm just thinking back to um, my experience being involved in a couple of these different boot camps and as a participator and facilitator and the kind of camaraderie and group dynamics with these professional people, I think that adds a whole lot to the experience. Is that kind of by design with the boot camp to kind of connect these people with each other? Yeah, great question. I'm glad you brought it up. You would think in a virtual global cohort across multiple generations through a Zoom screen amongst strangers that you wouldn't gain that kind of intimacy but you do, and it happens very, very quickly. I would like to think that it's partly our methodology and our facilitation skills, and that is part of it. We vet our facilitators very carefully, observe them over time, make sure they're engaging in the manner that is needed. But also just the idea that you're in a coaching environment and what that means uh, builds trust and safety relatively quickly. I travel all over doing Learn, See, Gives. Audiences of strangers, they may or may not have a similar background. Oftentimes they don't. And I always ask for a volunteer who wants to be coached and somebody I don't know. And even in those environments, a room full of strangers, we've only known each other for an hour in a classroom environment, Raw and real challenges come into the room and very powerful coaching takes place. I'm always surprised how quickly that happens. And it happens in Zoom too, or Teams or WhatsApp or whatever tool you might be using. Yeah, and it's raw and it's real and it's fast. Yeah, it's interesting being able to kind of share that with 20, 30 people at a time, because usually it's so isolating. Like it's maybe you and and the leader and maybe one observer sometimes when you're getting evaluated. But in this group setting, it's like everybody is getting that experience altogether. It's cool. Yeah. I'm not a neuroscientist. I don't even play one on TV. But I know there's a lot of things going on in the brain when we're coaching. Part of it is as a coach, having the courage to sit in the passenger seat and letting the leader drive that I'm coaching. And so that starts to build trust relatively quickly. Your 
talking about a topic that's relevant and important to the individual, not relevant and important to you. And so people get comfortable pretty quickly. The fact that you're interested in helping them discover and grow grows that trust and safety relatively quickly. And to some extent, it's like watching, I don't know if you've ever seen that video where they tell you count the number of times the basketball has passed and a gorilla walks in the room. Nobody ever sees the gorilla unless you've seen the video before. Sorry if I ruined that for anybody. And it's kind of like that because very quickly, if you're coaching well, the world sort of disappears. And a gorilla could literally walk through the room. And I've shared in previous sessions some of the raw and real challenges that come into the room immediately. And you're going to get those as a coach. We call it getting your feet wet the first time you coach in front of the cohort. And by the time the 30 hours is over, everybody gets their feet wet. But the first time, you know, you're very nervous. You're very wondering if this is going to happen. And then somebody throws you that raw and real challenge. And we tell the, our, our students, you better be ready to catch it because they've given you that trust. Another method that we use, again, going back to neuroscience, if you want vulnerability, you got to give vulnerability. So as quickly as possible within the bounds of propriety, we bring some vulnerability into the room in a story, in an example of coaching that might not have been perfect or an example of coaching that went really well. So during this 30 hours, we don't mentor, but we're not a, entirely in a coaching role. When I'm facilitating, I'm part professor, part coach, part coach trainer, philosopher, you know, whatever it takes to get the uh, the cohort bound together as you're describing. Yeah, it's, I like what you said about kind of you think when you're thrown in front of like a big group of people like, about their reactions and how they're perceiving what you're saying. But then when you're coaching that individual, it's like, okay, never mind. Like none of that matters because, you know, like you said, something raw and real, that's what you're paying attention to. I was also thinking um, about that trust and safety that gets built and talking about like the arc of a coaching relationship. How does the end of the course kind of wrap up and how do you kind of prepare people to step outside of this this safe bubble and that you know this experience into the real world yeah man you're just full of powerful questions today yeah so we talk a lot you and i in our, in our sessions arc of a session arc of a relationship well it's obvious to everyone when you come into a 30-hour boot camp that arc is 30 hours and I've told them in the very first half of the very first hour, this journey is going to change your life. And so planting that seed. But then I'm, whoever's facilitating, watching that arc. And I'm measuring as the days go by, the hours go by, is the trust growing? Are people getting comfortable coaching, being coached, coaching the coach? Whenever I show the curriculum, in the very first day, I see this is a draft curriculum because every cohort, large or small, matures at a different level, at a different speed, um, but we get there by the end. And so every night after the cohort is finished, 
I and the other facilitators get together and say, okay, what does tomorrow need to look like? And then what does the third day need to look like after the second day? And then what do we need to do and sew it up in the fourth day? So we're watching that arc very carefully, seeing the comfort, listening very closely to the feedback and seeing where the cohort might be and what substitutions we might need to make, what changes we might need to make. So we're very, very carefully watching those 30 hours. On the first day, in the first couple of hours, when I show them the curriculum for the first time, the 30th hour is a graduation celebration. And I tell them, hour zero, invite your friends, invite your family, invite coworkers, invite anyone who doesn't yet understand what this coaching thing is going to be about or doesn't yet understand you know, the value that it would bring to their organization, invite them to the graduation because it's going to be an hour-long testimonial to the journey you've just been through. And I say that every day, the beginning of every day and the end of every day. Make sure you invite, make sure you invite. We usually get about 100 people in a 30-person cohort at the graduations. And it is, it's an hour-long testimonial about the power of this journey across four days. You and I say all the time, the clock and, and the calendar are not our friend. And they aren't. We don't control them. And, and the 30 days or the 30 hours flies by. You wouldn't think so, especially when I'm teaching in Australia, Pacific Japan, it's 6 p.m. to 3 a.m. But the, the days fly by. And I literally have to watch that clock very carefully to make sure we're getting in the lessons we need to get in, the tools we need to get in, the case studies that we need to get in. And each one of those is a building block to this coaching skill set. Some of them we can fold in on each other. Some of them we can expand upon, but they're each critical, proven over time, each case study, each lesson, each tool to grow that confidence that, first of all, they've all gotten their feet wet. So they've all coached for real. They've been in short-term triads, which are random, three people randomly selected, put together for coaching. And they've all coached in a long-term triad across the entire four days. So they get to coach across a relationship. And so they have that confidence that they can take with them, that experience that they can take with them. And I tell them in hour one, start coaching in the real world. Or as one of our coaches says, coach in the wild. There's nothing like coaching in the real world gain experience, to gain efficacy, to gain your confidence. And so we tell them on hour one, you don't need anybody's permission to coach. It's a style of leadership. It's a style of communication. We're going to show you some of the tools, some of the uh, lessons and some case studies, but you could go out in the world and provide powerful coaching right now. Just have a genuine interest in the individual and have an intellectual curiosity. Yeah, I've heard you say, um, like it's almost like watching your child grow or something. When you see, you know, your nephew or something every couple months, you say, "Oh, they grew so much." But when you see them every day, you might not notice it. So it's especially when you're observing your own growth. So to have somebody on the outside saying, "Okay, look, look at where you were at the beginning." Oh, I love that. Um, it's one of my favorite uh, lessons that we teach. And it is about the fact that 
you see yourself in the mirror every day. You don't get to see yourself grow as a leader, as a coach, as a husband, father. You see Declan every day. You see Lena every day. But if I haven't seen any of them for a week or a month or for many months, I'm going to notice a lot of differences. And that's part of uh, this journey that you're on and part of the reason we do one and one We want you to hear other people's observations of you, observations of your coaching, your questions, your facial expressions, all of that. And even across four days and 30 hours, uh, there's significant growth that you don't see in yourself. Any other um, kind of parting thoughts on this? One of the things we make sure we do in every cohort is each participant coaches across the arc of a session. And I'll explain what I mean by that. So when we first start coaching, five or 10 minutes is an eternity. Thinking of powerful questions, listening carefully, not giving advice, not guiding or or directing. All of those fundamentals that you're learning, just like any skill set. If you learn to play golf, you're learning the guitar. When you're first start, you're very conscious of it. And, you know, minutes at a time seem like forever. But as the hours go by, we want you to coach longer and longer and be comfortable with the ebbs and flows of energy. Because when you're in a coaching session, you're excited, the leader's excited, the energy dissipates on both sides and then it comes back. You're measuring that, you're watching for that. So across the arc of an entire hour, which we don't coach to hours, but we all are driven by our calendars and very likely have set an hour aside for the session. And that's one of the things that we share in the beginning. Hey, I have 15 minutes or hey, yeah, I've got an hour or even on some occasions, I don't have anything on the other side. So if we run a little over, it'll be okay. Whatever that bounding is, as the coach, I'm watching. And as you're coaching, you're watching. Where are you? And coaching across the arc of an hour, there's a lot going on. One of the things we talk about in the 30-hour boot camp or any of our other training is what is your approach to coaching? And do you have a template that you use? I do, even after all these years of coaching. I have a two-page Word document. I have the arc of the session in front of me, the, the graph that you and I use to teach. And I'm looking at that and I'm looking at the clock. And during that session, I did an hour long session this morning. I did a couple yesterday. And during every one of those, there are ebbs and flows of energy, ebbs and flows of curiosity. And there are long periods of silence where I'm thinking, the leader's thinking, you know, and that's one of the things we teach. Be comfortable in that silence. Um, so that's one of the things we make sure every student does. And so the last three hours of the third day are triads. So there's three of you. Each one of you in one of those hours is the coach for that hour. We do a very quick mindfulness session, a very quick introduction of a case study or a tool. And then, boom, out the door they go and coach in triads. Come back, repeat, come back for the third time. So every coach, every participant 
gets the coach across the arc of a session. A couple of the other methodologies that we have. So each of the sessions has a particular methodology associated with it. So in addition to a lesson tool, a case study, the mindfulness and the core competencies, you can see there's a lot going on. We have an experiential assignment. And so for those three, the experiential assignment is coaching the arc. In the first several, it's the exemplar coaching from the facilitator. In those middle two days, the, the second day and the first half of the third day, we do a couple different methods. One of them, you ask three questions, and then you get one-on-one one feedback from your peers. So that's one of the methods. Another method that we use very uh, frequently, one powerful coaching question, and then tell me, what did you want me to discover with that question? So there's just some of the different uh, methodologies that we use across random triads, long-term triads. There's a lot going on in 30 hours, and uh, you're going to walk away transformed personally and professionally. The way you parent, the way you partner, the way you listen, the way you ask questions, the way you communicate, your efficacy, your confidence, having powerful conversations, and just a magnificent amount of growth in a relatively short period of time, a transformation formational amount of growth in a short period of time. I was kind of chuckling because it it was reminding me of like, it's like teaching swim strokes, like isolating every part of the stroke, like doing all these different drills. And it might seem like abstract or silly, but it's like Mr. Miyagi, you know, eventually you're doing karate or something. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's a lot of what the, uh, the 30 hours is for us to start it's not muscle memory, it's brain memory, creating neural paths, powerful questioning and the tools and the different case studies. Each case study has its own purpose. And so we do case studies with emotional intelligence. We do case studies with work, family, self-balance, case studies on the borders of coaching. One of our case studies is my son is threatening to harm himself. Well, boom, you immediately think that might be a boundary and what should I do with that? And so we'll, we'll coach through that and talk through that. All right. Thanks for your time. Well, that concludes this episode of Building a Coaching Culture. I truly hope that this episode was helpful to you. If it was, be sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Maybe stop and give us a rating or a review and share this podcast with someone who might find it helpful as well. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.